You are listening to the Coles and Riffs Podcast. Colson Lewis Podcast, episode 22. Season 1, episode 22. The finale of season 1. Yeah. Uh, titled Beginning of the End, as usual. I am Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungatok. Yeah. Finally. This is the beginning the of finale. the end of our podcast season. <laughs> yes. Which yes. will soon be followed by the middle and then the end of that same podcast that you're listening to now. <laughs> But right now you're at the beginning. Which would then be the end end of the beginning of the show. (laughs) Because it's the first season. Yeah. Should we start at the end of the show? No. We're going to start at the beginning. We should, yeah, start at the beginning of the end of the show. The beginning of the end of the season. And now that we've wrapped this joke to the point where it's absolutely dead, let's move on. At some point in time, it will be Colson's, and that joke will be brought back. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So, yes, the episode is titled End of the Beginning, uh, written oh, by awesome. Marissa Tancheron and Jed Whedon, and directed by David Strayton, who also directed 084, episode number two. Really? Yeah. And my Your cat, cat is, is sitting at the door, meowing. Not at anything, because there's nothing outside. <laughs> just meowing, just, you know, cat. expressing <laughs> displeasure with the world. Starting. We're traveling As across country in a couple weeks, or in a week from tomorrow. Ours are going to have to go on the plane, I think. And so, uh, Devin gave him some Benadryl, some children's Benadryl to see how that would go. <laughs> Clearly like... well is is yeah. the answer. Anyways. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> hey, let me go to sleep. Hey. Yeah, making it hyper. That happens with kids sometimes. Um, yes, but Colson lives. So Colson. So shield. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where to start? Um, well, plot. Plot let's talk plot. Beginning. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done. I promise. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Plot-wise, what happened this episode? Do you want to break it down into groups? Yeah. We had Fitz and Simmons who were buried underneath the ocean. I guess ninety feet. Ninety feet below the surface of the water. You can't see the surface from the window. Uh, They go over options. They accept their own death. They realize that there's a way out. Fitz rigs a way to save Gemma without figuring out an option for himself, uh, which she freaks out about. And then he tells her that he loves her, which she then freaks out some more about. And then he blows the window. And she saves his life because when they get to the top of the surface of the water, there's a ghostly visage of a man beyond lie. It's 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 uh it's fury. 
Um, Surprise, Savior. Yeah, and he's, all that jazz. And he's in a goddamn helicopter. Um, Which is useful. And then he decompresses them and Fitz may have brain damage, but probably not. And Simmons but we is don't know for just sure. straight up alive because Fitz saves her. Yeah. And therefore... Rudy and you, Dan, I don't remember which side of the fence you were on, is proven right, except I'm still not 100% behind this relationship. Well, we don't know if she's 100% behind the relationship. Yeah. She gave him a bunch of kisses, but none of them were on the mouth in that nice romantic moment because they were all terrified of being dead. Yeah, also the terrified of being dead thing can be used as an excuse to not enter that relationship. That's true. True. Uh, you might also actually be brain dead. Brain point. damaged. Probably not actually brain dead. Mm. But he may not be as smart, or he may have problems with hooking up smart to actual, you know, physical movement or talking or something. He's going to be Stephen Hawking. Oh my god. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, we don't actually see fits after that, do we? After nope. Nope. After they're we? scooped out of the water, or rather, after. Um, Simmons reaches up for Fury's hand. We don't see him. He's gonna be deathlocked. They're gonna deathlock him. Oh, they won't. And he's gonna be a super smart super soldier. Except instead of actual ammo, he just has night night guns. <laughs> Icers. Yes. Icers. They're icers. Icer minigun right arm. <laughs> oh, this is a horrible plan. <laughs> I agree. I am Robo Fitz. Fitz, stop doing the joke voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm totally behind this arc. I liked every moment we had between Fitz and Simmons. Yeah. All the Even the ones where both weren't present. Like, yeah, um, yeah it, it was just good. All around good acting. Fairly well written. Mm. Yep. I liked that it wasn't um, they didn't miraculously you know Simmons didn't miraculously find a way to make it work for both of them um, mm. the, the fact that they figured out they were able to blow the window was the one amazing thing that they figured out mm. that there wasn't like a chain that made it, oh, and then they're fine, and all they have to do is you know, sit in a hyperbaric a... chamber for a few hours. It's fine. And if we blow a small hole, then we can use it to propel this thing back to shore as though it were a submarine craft. In fact, if I work out really hard, we can make a piloting uh, construct thing, and then we'll be good to go. We can just pilot this thing back to shore. Nope. No, that was good. There was still kind of a, a miraculous moment where Fury shows up, but even that was sort of partially in... Oh, well, we hooked up this thing, and it sends a low signal, but it's a shield signal, so probably no one is listening. Nobody except Fury, who's everywhere. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Yep. And he still looks like a hobo from underneath the bridge. That I liked true. it. I think that was exactly the same costume that he was wearing at, at the, the end, end of Cap, Cap 2. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering if they like filmed it back to back. Probably so I think they not, gave him but... a little bit more goatee, and I think they gave him a little bit more hat. I think he had a beret on. I think he was wearing that, wasn't he? I just remember the hood and the sunglasses, and yeah, it looked pretty much the same. I'd have to actually have a screenshot from Cap 2 to check to make sure, but it looked pretty similar. Yeah. 
Yeah. Next storyline, yay. Uh, well, do we want to go with Garrett's meltdown? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> because boy, is he having one. That is true. He's seen the universe, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's left him absolutely crazy. Yeah, just batty. Unfortunately, it's left him the kind of crazy where he actually may know some shit. It's just that he has no internal control anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's also uh, doing some sort of weird high-tech crossword puzzle. Well, we don't see very much of it when he scratches it off on the door that he rips out of the bus. Yeah. Tearing the bus apart. It's like, seriously, if you really wanted to draw on that, you could have left it, you know, there. And then you would have had that whole wall to scratch on. Or instead of saying, give me a nail, he could have said, give me a dry erase marker. I need an expo pen, for the love of God. (laughs) But he's sure he's not going to make any mistakes. So the nail is is the better choice, clearly. Yeah, Yeah. And Ward is clearly um, really freaked regretting. out. He's regretting his choices. He's regretting his choices. Not enough. He's not regretting his choices enough. But he's obviously freaked out at how off the deep end Garrett's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is good to see. Uh, it would have been nice to see more to make it actually interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see more conflict in Ward because he, he sees that his... Master is going fucking batshit crazy. And instead of going, maybe I'm on the wrong side of this, he goes, tell me what I can do. And he's like, I'm crazy, I'm crazy, I'm crazy. Oh, go get Sky. I'm crazy, I'm crazy, I'm crazy. He goes, okay, good. There, I did hear a go get Sky in there. I'm going to go ahead and take care of that for you real quick. Yeah. But I, I can't think for myself. I, can go do. <laughs> I need orders because I can't think for myself. Yeah. Well, he's gotten brainwashed to the point where he probably can't. Yep. I mean, it, he's got two layers here. He's got Garrett's, which is definitely the stronger. Mm-hmm. And then he's got the sub-level of whatever he was trained to do as a specialist in S.H.I.E.L.D. And neither of those is particularly good for Ward's mental well-being. No. At the moment. <laughs> So he, in the long run, kind of breaks down. And then that crosses over with our last line, which is the rest of the people, you know, Coulson and Triplett and May and Sky. Mm-hmm. And even that gets divided into two things. Right, we've got the Coulson and... Uh, I mean, they're a little more interwoven because mm-hmm. they, they sort of directly impact each other. But we've Well, got they're the... working the same op. Yeah, just yeah. in totally different places. Yeah, because May They're... and Sky go and take out the comms place and intercept all the prisoners, the incentives. Yeah, that was extra creepy. And also another one of those, oh, this is a thing now um, that easily could have been mentioned in one of the 21 previous episodes. But right. we're just going to bring it up now, the incentives program. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did know that they were holding on to Ace. Yeah. 
didn't know it was more than just it was everyone was Although, being held on to. If you think about it, it's it's pretty um, easy to make that jump for okay, so we've got all of these uh, centipede soldiers. Not all of them are going to be volunteers. Some of them are going to be. But as we've seen with Deathlock, not all of them are. Yeah. So that means that there's probably more than just Ace. And having it linked into, okay, so not all of the handlers are also, you know, death eye robot things. <laughs> so it's probable that you get somebody coming in who sees what they're there for, freaks out, and tries to go to the authorities. Well, they're not going to do that if you grab one of their nearest and dearest. Yeah. Incentive. So, you know... Once you think that through backwards, it's it's fairly clear that there's the potential for this. Yeah. We just didn't see any of it before now. Yeah, because well, they didn't show any. Go ahead. It, it just it feels like it could have been mentioned and should have been mentioned uh, really in the last three episodes, but at, at least once before now. Like... I don't know because I I I may I may actually be on their side because if we unless they're like dropping hints about the incentive program without actually like just using those words without giving us any idea exactly of that that's like, all I'm saying you are joining up because of the incentive program and you think it's a boon you think that the incentive program's like oh well they're gonna give me really great health care and uh, I only have to work for five years and then I get out blah blah blah, blah. and then. This episode they give us the term where it's like incentive programs are negative. They've got our loved ones. Rah. Yeah, um, they should have built better. up that mystery. But who would say it? Because Quinn, up until the last couple of episodes, have been has been in Shield lockdown. He's not telling anybody anything. Mm-hmm. Garrett doesn't really care, so he's not going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, Ward doesn't know. Neil yeah. doesn't know. There's no one else to talk, really. Yeah, Flowers so, could mention it to Garrett sometime. Yeah, but does she know? Flowers? I'm sure she does. I don't know. It's hard to tell what Raina knows and what she wants you to think she knows. Exactly. That's why she's awesome. <laughs> she's I do really like awesome her as a character. Yeah. She kind of creeps me out, but well, it's well done. the best way. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So that was Sky and May. Um, well, May, well, May fights Ward. Kind of all of them overall. Okay. So we'll do that as the beginning of Sky and May. Then we'll go over to the beginning of Colson and Trip, and then we'll come back and combine yeah. them. <laughs> gotcha. That whole thing with Trip and Colson, and they they come down and they're like, okay, so we've got to steal something to make a lot of noise and blah blah blah, and they take the armoredest thing ever. Yeah. It's like there's a there's a there's a uh, three wheeler down there. Should we get that? Oh, I see a Hummer coming over the hill. Wait a minute. Nope, that's the obvious choice. Jackpot. <laughs> this big hulking armored thing. I don't even know what it is. It's just spectacular, and it has rockets and bulletproof glass that gets punched <laughs> through almost. Well, but not quite. Look at that. Yeah, that was spectacular, and the fact that they take it by yet another thing out of the Howling Commandos. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
book of tricks, which is really, really cool and it's sounds classic. like a cap. Um, PSA. Yeah. Uh, film reel. Film reel. Uh, so good. Yeah. Stand fast, chaps. It looks like enemies are inbound. It's not quite that, but pretty close. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, they plow through everybody because that thing is gigantic and yeah. has rockets. <laughs> they blow some motherfuckers up. <laughs> and because of them, we trip over to the other side where, okay, the idiot who's in charge of this has set everything to auto. Default which means... Directive. This is actually the only part of the episode I had a problem with. It was a little too simple. No, I think that it wasn't followed through to its logical end, where it's like, all right, all people go back and defend Garrett, and then we don't really see many soldiers who do that. The only thing we really see is like five or six of them who all get mowed down by the destroyer gun. Well, but that's about the number that are attacking the um, armored vehicle. Okay. So you get you get the sense that okay, so everybody's been hauled back, but if that's the contingent on base, see, I didn't have a problem with this, because mm. if that's the contingent on base, then they're the closest ones. So they're the ones that show up. All the other ones are being pulled from farther away. So by the time they show up, Garrett's already been crushed into oblivion, and. You know, there's he's not there anymore. They can just kind of scoop him up and do what they're gonna do. So I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah, I didn't have a problem until you said that, and then Claire <laughs> fixed the problem. So. Well, I'm glad that I can open your eyes and that Claire could close them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that made it sound way more violent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did love our bit with May and Ward. Yeah, that the hell was of a fight scene. beautiful. Oh my god, it's so brutal. And the environmental factors for it, where they were like, "We got, we got a skill saw in play. We're trying to saw people's face off. We got somewhere on a table saw. She throws a metal pipe into the table saw and sprays so the him with kickback. Oh, gets god. him in the head. It was so. It was. <laughs> So well done. It felt like a Jackie Chan fight, but with consequences. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then the and then the finale where she grabs a pneumatic nail gun, nails his foot to the ground, and then ouch, kicks him in the fucking face. It was so satisfying. It was beautiful. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Although a skill saw would not make a great weapon. No, it, no really it really wouldn't. And they actually had they to modify did. that one to make it look dangerous. They got rid of its blade guard. Yeah. Yeah. If it was a sawzall, I'd be terrified. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah that would have been much just more lying interesting. on the bench. True. <laughs> Claire has strong feelings about power tools because I use them a lot. So yeah. I was afraid I'm going to lose things. You still well, have like nine and a half fingers, right? Yeah. <laughs> nine and three quarters, thank you. Well, yeah, you got plenty to spare. Yeah, knock on all the wood on that one. I mean, I use power tools too, but I don't use them nearly as much as he does. Sure. Probably not as stupidly. Well, How dare you? I always, <laughs> I'm not so, you know, of... extra familiar with them, so I don't assume that I know what I'm doing. So I'm more careful. 
you are supposed to be careful with the tool, whether you're familiar or not. Anyway, I know, sorry. But that, anyway. Coulson, Coulson. Moving on, moving on. Now that our safety PSA is out of the way. The yes. more you know. <laughs> Actually, the fight, I, I just want to, we skipped something, but way back at the beginning, the very beginning of the episode, where we have the callback and they're in the Hydra lair and everything's, you know, oh, they're, it's a horrible situation and they're going to be killed. And I was so, I was laughing. In the basement at the barbers. Yeah, in the basement at the barbershop. I was laughing so hard when May was like, kick, kick, slam, and now I've got the rage stick and you're all doomed. And Coulson <laughs> says, bring the house down. And she just starts she does. taking out structural pillars and caves in their base. She's a, she's a goddamn wrecking ball. It was beautiful. It was really, really good. She came yeah. in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> Except better. Only she would whoop Miley Cyrus's face. That, it, uh, that would be satisfying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would be a good fight scene, too. So the two fight scenes with May were kind of... Well, they were similar because she was kind of owning Ward. <laughs> even though he thought he had the upper hand a couple of times. Mm-hmm. She was definitely in charge there. there. There were a couple of moments, but no, he never stood a chance. Save it for quotes. Yeah, yeah we've got some quotes. great quotes from that one. Sweet. I think that wraps up plot pretty well, except for the very, very end. Yeah, yeah, that at least wraps up the plot that I was totally with, and then the random shit to wrap up the season just was kind of, eh, okay. You mean the Garrett stuff? Yeah, like, okay, great. He's still alive, and then crawls into the fix it machine. oh no i, I still don't think and we've then... covered the fact that that fury shows up at colson's fight scene gives him a destroyer gun and then <laughs> yeah where are we pop some shit it? on uh pop some bullets into garrett and then we realize uh that mike realizes that ace is free to go and then he uh rocket launches garrett and then he stomps on his face until he dies presumably so like that whole thing i was still totally there yes i like all that stuff and I Fury think was the, hiding that. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Fury was hiding that destroyer gun in the plot hole. Yes, in the right. plot hole behind <laughs> his back. We call it hammer space. Well, you have to admit that if anybody is going to be able to access hammer space in the Marvel universe, it's going to be Fury. Or Deadpool. True. Or Deadpool. Well, Deadpool can do anything. Yes. Deadpool could conceivably step out of the screen and say hello to everybody watching. And that's where Hammerspace is. Um, I think that using Garrett uh, to... I think Garrett coming out and being alive and getting into the Deathlock machine and then using the the device that we got back in our hands to VoIP him was sort of... I think it was a really nice... It was pretty, but it was fancy. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was for the sake of the joke more than anything. Oh which yeah, is absolutely. True, because we didn't see him as a threat. We didn't see him coming out of the box ever. So there was never a point in time when you're like, oh god, what if Garrett comes back? He's inside of a steel box. The sucker's been frozen in carbonite. He's been pronounced dead. And then it's like, although are when, you really when bringing they him back right him now, up. when they boxed him up, Rudy said something about freezing him, and I said, no, burn him. Burn him. <laughs> Because really, you can't be sure with that kind of thing that they're not going to come back mm. unless you've burned it and split up the ashes. Yeah. Even then. Even then, 
Well, as long as there's a little bit of protein left, Extremis might be able to bring that back. You stir the ashes in with concrete, you pour the concrete, you let the concrete harden. That, probably do that it. might work. Not enough room to grow, not enough oxygen, not enough light. Anyway. You just don't want it to be structural concrete for something, because then even if he does come back, he's going to destroy a building. And that's, that's true. Well, then you pour that into a concrete and well, you no, that here's what you do: you dump the, the concrete into the Marianas Trench. There, there you go. go. Problem solved. Problem solved. Shoot it into the sun for real. For real, he's a sun. <laughs> real. Uh, yeah. So, so then, uh, Coulson gives Fury a stern talking to. Yeah, and which we only get forgiven. to hear the end when he's obviously devolved into repeating himself. Yeah. yeah. But the, it leads into one of my favorite moments of the season when Coulson turns to Fury and goes, it was only for the it was, oh shit it was sick supposed to, be... to, to bring an Avenger back. And Fury goes, and that's what we did. And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. I didn't know you <clears throat> cared. I was very happy with that. Yeah, that moment felt a little short like i would have liked to see colson yelling at fury more but it totally mm. paid off wonderfully yeah i did want to see more of of the dressing down because fury kind of needs it and i wanted to see it yeah, yeah. but that was just you know as a fan and then of, the very last moment this. caused me to say something to the effect of excuse me phil his first name is director <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, if he's the director of Shield, that means that all the Avengers should be finding out pretty damn soon. Yeah, which would be good. Yeah, but then they're all going to be like because well, it's kind of hard, fuck? you know, <laughs> to coordinate if you don't know who the director is. Yep, that is true. Start from scratch. And I can't see uh, Phil really um, discounting the Avengers because they're kind of useful. They're extremely useful. Fact. Just a thought. Clark Gregg, head of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's a pretty far distance to go for a character that didn't originally exist. Well, he was That's just that, that suit in Iron Man, and now he's leader of S.H.I.E.L.D. It would, through way of becoming dead at the end of the Pinnacle movie. Yep. Yeah. What a it's... great arc. <laughs> Pretty epic for all of it. What the hell is he doing? He's flexing his new muscles. He has every ounce of our research coursing through his veins. He feels good. Because he took all of our miracle drug. When we landed Cybertech military brass and investors are expecting a demonstration, and I promised them indestructible super soldiers, not disposable ones. Well, with Hydra in the mix, we won't act for volunteers. And if we run out, our incentives program should help fill the ranks. We didn't have much new tech besides the... Noisemaker. Yeah, noise we have the Noisemaker. We had the Destroyer Gun, which came back. Which isn't new, but new, new for the show. show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and it got, it's only got a four-shot charge. Well, you wonder how long it takes to recharge, because I don't think it runs on normal batteries. No, it runs on test drive technology, right? Wait, yeah. I know that. It doesn't glow blue. That's true. So it's probably not Tesseract tech. Well, it's based on Asgardian tech at the very least. Yeah, but that's that still true. not necessarily Tesseract. Yeah. So, but we the fight didn't go on long enough to see if it had a reasonable-ish recharge rate. Time, yeah. 
I did like, I mean, that line. It goes this... into quotes a little, but when he hands over and he says, and I know he does. says, I know what this does. <laughs> yeah. It packs quite a punch. I know what it does. <laughs> oh, that was pretty nice. Yeah, that was nice. Let's see, I'm what else, what else tech-wise? We don't really have anything else. We see the call center setup yep. that's running all of the centipede soldiers. And we see uh, Fitz turn an EKG into a uh, broadcast signal for distress. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then... created a, an oxygen mask out of some sort of. Yeah, they MacGyvered. They MacGyvered the hell out of that. <laughs> I think that's it. I'm not. Yeah, not. Oh, and whatever. Are... Well, we don't know if it's tech. But whatever's in the toolbox, the little cube that yeah. Coulson's holding at the end. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it somehow was able to show um, coordinates because they show up at this secondary thing. And I think that that agent has got to be an LMD or something. I believe he was a hologram until he touched Coulson. I thought maybe twin, maybe clone. No, because if they were t clone, maybe. But if they were twins, he would have had way more reaction to his brother being dead. Mm. Yeah. So I could be behind. Um, He's a goddamn robot. LMD, LMD, which they're supposed to bleed, or clone. Have we actually had a life model decoy in this in this universe ever? Besides, not that we know of. Not that we know of. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's not for sure, but. And the new base is called the playground. Yes, it's called the playground. <laughs> Customize well, it. It would if it existed. It would if it existed. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think I'm I'm more behind the whole idea of LMD just because of the way he delivered his welcome speech. Mm -hmm. How they were the exact same lines, pretty much the exact same order. Switch the names. That's about it. So that's my vote is LMD. He's been giving out lanyards since the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> On a case-by-case -case basis. On a case-by-case -case basis. I want a shirt with Pat Oswalt on it and a lanyard like on, on the on design the of the shirt that says case-by-case -case case basis. Case. Yeah. Basis. I'd wear that shirt. I don't want it with Oswald on it. I just want the, that would be pretty cool. just the lanyard on the shirt and case-by-case -case basis. I just want a shirt with Pat Oswalt on it. <laughs> I'm sure there are some of those. <laughs> Probably. He's brilliant. <laughs> Uh, so naturally, I was happy to see him back. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was surprised. I was like, "How are they gonna? What? What?" Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that pretty much wraps up tech, I think, because we've I got agree. the box that can project some sort of coordinate somehow, and then potentially an LMD. Yes. We only get one shot at this, so let's go over the plan one more time to make sure we're clear on exactly what we're doing. Okay. Trip and I will crest the ridge, use a noisemaker to grab a three-wheel, maybe something with more fireworks, and open a window for you two. You crawl in, grab the dealer, force his hands, he'll get us our ace in the hole, and then Bob's your uncle. Roger that. Makes it sound easy. Colson, it's a solid plan you've mapped out, but it hinges on a gamble. A big one. And backup isn't coming. It'll be just the four of us. We'll be outmanned and outgunned. 
But Fury always said, a man can accomplish anything when he realizes he's a part of something bigger. A team of people who share that conviction can change the world. So what do you say? You ready to change the world? No. I'm ready to kick some ass. That works too. Kind of segues us into character, so let's do that. Yeah, Billy Koenig. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Maybe he'll yep. be a series regular. I hope so. I don't I know like if they it. have that much money. But at least a couple of episodes. They'll probably have him there as long as they're setting up stuff at that place. Yeah. And then they'll have a malfunction because this is actually a robot. Yep. Or some. Or they'll just go, you know, out of the base and then we won't see him because he's Or maybe the base. he's doing the job pro bono because he loves comic books. That could be. Maybe. <laughs> Less likely, but possible. Yeah, probably. Uh, Sky got a chance to be totally badass, which I loved. And yeah. she really did come into her own as an operative this week with the whole threatening to blow people up. And the kind of guy. planning everything. Yeah. Yeah. Doing all of, all of the stuff that she does from the very beginning where she's Completely with it and just runs in and plugs that flash drive into that Hydra computer. Yeah. While shit is going down behind her. <laughs> Truth didn't really evolve. May only evolved a little bit because she didn't kill Ward. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love that line. Yeah, we'll quotes. get to it. <laughs> I've learned. I've learned that <laughs> if I say my favorite quotes when we're talking about the things, I don't have any quotes for quotes time. Yes, but that we're going to come back to that line because yep. it's, it's fabulous. Um, we had quite a lot of, of character stuff with um, Fitz and Simmons, yeah. mostly mm -hmm. on Fitz's side. Um, we just don't get any payoff yet. Not yet. They need to leave something for the beginning of the next season, and so they left that and the crossword puzzle. Yeah. Yep. I think it looks more like a circuit diagram. You're right. It's a flowchart, but... I like Which the crossword puzzle. Callback. It's a callback. It's calling back to way, way back in the beginning with Aquila Amador and the job that Ward took over for her. If you remember, he his job was to take a picture in a mm. Russian base. Mm. That stuff that was on the wall looks an awful lot like yeah. the stuff that got scratched into the glass by Garrett and into the wall They are crazy foreshadowers. I would expect nothing less, but wow. Awesome. Nice yeah, remembering, by the way. Didn't think of that at all. Well, I, I actually, I can't take my, my, my remembrance of it total. I thought it looked familiar, so... I looked it up. She went to the notes. Oh. <laughs> That's fair. That's more than I did. Uh, yeah. I I thought Garrett was just obnoxious this episode. He oh was, but just because he was fucking crazy. He was absolutely gone. That's like all of the um, side effects that May was supposed to be watching out for in Coulson. Yeah. To the nth degree at once. Yeah. 
It's like he took the crazy. He took crazy enough for both of them. <laughs> yeah. All the crazy. And it, it is nice to see the side effects that they've been talking yeah. about since the beginning. Um, well, since we figured out what happened to Colson, like they've Never. been mentioning side effects that like yeah. going crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that is pretty in- intense. Yeah, it is pretty, pretty crazy. We're glad that that didn't happen to Colson. We're really glad because huh, that would Alexis. be a different show. Yet. Well, you have to admit that yes, the the scratching things on the wall is pretty freaky. Yeah. But he's also not acting like a, yeah, a megalomaniac at the same time, yeah. which Garrett definitely was. Yeah. He's got more of a curiosity thing about him. Yeah. Yeah. So. So hopefully not, you know, diving down the deep end. We'll see next season. He might go down the rabbit hole a little bit, but we'll bring him back. Yeah. Uh, Ward, we find out he just needs orders to follow. That's all he does in life. And I think that makes him a little more boring. <laughs> it pretty much brings him back to how boring he was at the beginning of the show. Which yeah. means it was a really nice full circle arc. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say really nice, but definitely full circle. Definitely full circle. It's really too bad for him. I mean, yeah, he's been brainwashed since however old he was when he was taken out of juvie. 15, but... 16. Whatever. Oh, he was 17. 17? Because they were going to try him as an adult. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, 17. So, yeah, but mm, that's just that's just not good. Can't function without orders from someone. Cracked his trachea so he couldn't speak. I'm okay with that. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And other than that, I think I'm good on character stuff. That means that every bit of energy inside us, every particle, will go on to be a part of something else. Maybe live as a dragonfish, a microbe. Maybe burn in a supernova ten billion years from now. And every part of us now was once a part of some other thing. A moon, a storm cloud, a mammoth. A monkey. A monkey. Thousands and thousands of other beautiful things. They were just as terrified to die as we are. We gave them new life. Good one, I hope. It's fitting we're down here together, Fitz. This is where all life began, on our planet anyway. Just outside that glass. Gemma. What? The glass. Fits the glass. Yeah, it's uh, bulletproof pressure resistant. But the seal is for hydroxyfluoromethyl two pentamethyl. Yeah, I know what you're thinking, but the flash point is too high for it to burn. But medical ethanol has a low flash point and it burns. Water. We could use the defibrillator as an ignition source. And build a compressed explosive. To ignite the seal and the outside pressure will blow the window window in. in. Yes! Yes, this really hurts my arm. Okay, well, now we know that. There's a whole new set of problems, but where do we start? Quotes. (laughs) Quotes. Quotes it is. Which one from the May fight do you want to take? Because I like the second one. You can have the second (laughs) one. Where Ward 
throws her on the table saw and goes, reminds me of old time, at which point May says, you were never on top. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. And then the earlier one where we've got Sky and Ward in the standoff and he's taunting her because, of course, since she didn't let him die once, that's a predictor of future behaviors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she says uh, that she has a secret weapon. Uh, and and it's going to destroy him. And he, when he and he asks why, because he's an idiot. <laughs> well, because it sets up one of the best. He does. Lines it of the sets episode. up one of the best lines. Where and then she says, "Well, because you slept with her," uh, and she's really pissed off. <laughs> Flying kick from May from the side, and they go through a wall. Yeah, that's pretty epic. <laughs> Uh, other good lines were um, uh, when Garrett and uh, Coulson and Fury were all together, and Garrett says, "When I remember day one at Shield, when you said that I should be something bigger, and now I am bigger." And he goes, "No, be a part of something a part. bigger. You, a part. You didn't. You you you're telling me you're killing all these people." Because you misheard my one, be, my one of many speech. I mean, you got it right, Coulson. Absolutely, <laughs> like, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> that whole scene <laughs> was... between Fury and Coulson has some of the most beautiful one-liners. Yeah, yeah, like uh... Fury goes, "Sir, we're gonna have to have a conversation about that, and it might get a little loud." <laughs> <laughs> and I owe you that. I owe you that. <laughs> and and the moment earlier, what was it? Um tag team wrestling match with four dead guys. Yeah. yeah. And the comment oh, from Fury of, you didn't tell me he was this crazy. He's yeah. definitely up his game. Yeah, that was yeah. all all good back and forth. I had a couple towards the beginning. Um, I, I think it's Colson who says, who do I talk to about getting a haircut? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. Uh Ward or Garrett, it, it, I think it, Ward says like he feels good. No, Raina says he feels good, and then Ward says that's because he took all of our miracle drug. No, no it's not it was Ward. the other guy. It's, it's um, it's the cybertech guy. Name. Uh, Quinn. Yes. Quinn. Yes. Yeah. Quinn. Yeah, that's more up Quinn's alley anyway. Yeah, good job, Quinn. <laughs> He's feeling really high. One of the best moments in the whole uh, uh, episode for me, too, is when uh, we're in Mike Peters' eye and uh, Ace writes something in there that only he would know. And it's a callback to episode one, which was mm-hmm. so pitch perfect. Yeah. To, to tell him that he was. He was we're a team. Yeah. So good. Uh, and Garrett's fucked. And yep, Garrett is and Garrett fucked. is fucked. And uh, My probably my favorite line of the episode is between Trip and uh, Coulson when they're hunting or getting the vehicle. <laughs> Coulson's like, "Did you bring the noise?" <laughs> and Trip just turns to him, "Sir, I bring the noise and the funk wherever I go, <laughs> wherever I go." <laughs> that character has totally grown on me. Yes. I love Trip. He's such a better specialist. He's the new ward, and well, much, he actually much better. Has a personality. Yep. 
And a thing for Gemma. Mm-hmm. They're cute. Yeah. That's going to be awkward next season. Very awkward. It is. Especially now that the cat is out of the proverbial bag. No. No. It'll make things interesting. Hmm. I can't think. I, I enjoyed a lot of lines, but there aren't any more quotes that are springing to my memory yeah. right now. Sweet. It was all really good. Yeah. Well, then. Let's get no, to speculation. There was speculation. that one from Fury where he says, uh, it sounds like Coulson is having a disagreement that I'm on a, I might want to weigh in on. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> can you help me find uh, him? It's, not, he, it's something else, but it comes down to, can you help me find him? Yeah. Well, conveniently, we have a tracking device. You remember that speech you used to give us, Nick, about how one man can accomplish anything once he realizes he can be something bigger? Well... Now I am a part, a part of something bigger. Is that how it went? Not a great listener. If you tell me this whole hydropath thing you took is because you misheard my damn one-man speech. I am the key to the future of the universe. I'm the origin of you all You got things. it, right? Totally. Loud and clear. Yeah, let's get into some speculation. Well. I think Ward is still, I'm not Ward. I think that Garrett's still coming back. I don't. <laughs> I don't. He's crazy man. He's I'm actually okay. I because of that fact, I'm actually glad they did what they did because now we know that mm-hmm. he is certain not coming back. That is the Marvel television equivalent of showing us the body. True. Well, we saw a body, and it went in every single direction. That's true. As it yeah. exploded. It has exploded, which means that I think that we can change our focus to Graviton mm-hmm. because the Gravitonium got smuggled out, and yeah. we don't know where that is. Well, yeah. Reina is Reina is still a big threat, but because we don't know who she's working for, and we she's know working she's for allegedly Sky's dad. Yeah, yeah, to someone who's who has a hand dripping with something that looks like it could be blood. Something viscous, yeah, it was gross. It is fairly viscous and disgusting. Whatever it is, yeah. And then we've got Ward, who is in prison but could break out and might go crazy, but probably not. I just don't see, I don't think he has it in him. Um, and then the graviton, the guy who, Quinn. Graviton. And, and graviton. Gravitonium. Yeah. Quinn. Uh, well, we know Quinn is going to be a bad guy in some way. Yeah. They've set him up too much to neatly, and then we, you know. I think previously on Shield, I we, think the we next big him. bad is going to be uh, the Mandarin. The Mandarin that could be interesting. <laughs> There's a apparently a one-off in the Thor two Blu-ray, yeah. which I haven't seen. Where first of all, it shows. Mandarin in prison and he's there and he's talking and then one of the prisoner guys is like, Can you, could, could you do the voice? And he's do like, voice. I'm, not, I'm not your puppet. I can't just... Alright. You'll never see me coming. Um, but apparently there's another one where they're interviewing him in a prison cell and he's actually like doing the voice and he goes, you know, you do a role for so long and it becomes Yeah, basically he gets attacked in prison because the Mandarin is pissed that he was using his name. Ah. <laughs> so, okay, so I have to find this thing. Yes, called Hail to the King. Um, it, so 
Mandarin could potentially become a villain and pop up in Agents of Shield, or at least like yeah. the Ten Rings. The yeah, thing I, tie the thing in, I like tie about, in sort of thing. Yeah, the thing I like about the Mandarin as an as a villain for the Agents of Shield is he's a normal person. He's not a superpower. He can be like a mastermind that doesn't necessarily take us to a, a, a superpower or an extraordinary sort of place. Mm-hmm. Well, the Ten Rings as a um, terrorist organization are pretty widespread. Mm-hmm. Tony did knock them down some in yeah. Iron Man's, mostly Iron Man 1, um, but they're still out there. Right. It's a potential, but I think it's going to be... Um, more on the Quinn and Graviton energy and that sort of thing instead. Plus whatever's going on with Sky's uh, biological heritage. Yeah. Yeah. And the weird diagram thing on the wall. Yeah, I think that's going to be the big overarching thing is solving the solving the, the puzzle. Yeah, and set around Coulson rebuilding S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, they really set up for a good place for a full season. Yeah. With Shield being gone and Coulson being given the reins to recreate it. Like we can have him going around recruiting people, uh, gathering up all those that escaped from the fridge. And that could be a really good first yeah. half of the season as they set up for the the big arc and then do the second mm-hmm. half as the sort of the roller coaster again. Yeah. So it, it, I think from 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 a from a standpoint of having watched and podcast about both this and Arrow, I think this is in a better place for a, a second season than Arrow is for a third. I think Arrow's gonna be fine, mm-hmm. but I think this is better. This is more potential energy built up. Yeah, it it has all these plot threads that we actually see right now, as opposed to like so many things in Arrow got resolved. Yeah. Um, and moving into this, it's like these things are still definitely out there. Well, and, and even Mike, who has sort of pledged that he's going to go out and be a good guy, he's, he, but he's still a loose cannon, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having Deathlock walk off is not, you know, on the good side of any government at this point after yeah. what he's done. So he's going to be a fugitive. Whether he's a fugitive from S.H.I.E.L.D. is a completely different yeah kettle of fish well but... he because he said you've got you've got the, the encryption for my shit so if you want to check in on me just check in on me but no but everything i do is going to be for the betterment of ace yep and yeah. it, it's awesome to see that through line of he only cares about his son yeah so yeah much more excited for a second season now after watching this and <laughs> yeah well, we had the slow build. Now we've got a lot of momentum. And that's what happens when you give a week in the season. <laughs> oh, man. And I feel like this was kind of the jokiest episode since the pilot. But <laughs> yeah, it we also worked. One-liners in this one. And it was sort of nice to see. A lot of zingers. Especially after the tide had turned. Mhm. Yeah, it 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 worked a lot better for me than the pilot. Like the pilot, I saw all that and I was like, "Oh, is this is how we're going?" Okay, eh, not the way I would have gone with it. And then I watched this. I was like, "You know, all that works." Yeah. 
yeah. it, it works. They they've come into their own with, and they they've built the characters up enough that they've earned the one-liners. Yeah, exactly. So, bravo. Yay! Good job, Agents of Shield. Just keep doing that again. <laughs> Once more. more with feeling. But yeah. no musical episodes. Oh. I don't want to see Fury sing. He's too big. <laughs> Clark Gregg, he's uh, Broadway. That's true. He has a very nice voice. Hey, guys. I found it. Told you it'd be in here. Stupid, 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 and cruel, and very stupid. I think you made your point. Why bring me back in the first place? Clearly, I didn't think it was the best idea. I warned you about people losing their minds. Agent May was on top of the situation. She says you're fine. Aren't you? It was a break glass in case of emergency situation. Yes, but that emergency was supposed to be the fall of an Avenger. Exactly. And I'm damn glad I did it, too. When you want to build something, you need a strong foundation. Now, you know how few people I trust, Colson. You can count them on one hand. And I'm not afraid to cut off fingers. The principal shield was founded upon was pure. Protection. Protection. One word. Sometimes to protect one man against himself, other times to protect the planet against an alien invasion from another universe. It's a broad job description. No need to tell me. But the belief that drives us all is the same whether it's one man or all mankind. That they're worth saving. That truth lives inside you, Coulson. Before it was torn apart, S.H.I.E.L.D. was a lot of moving parts. But guys like you with a heart. Now, you'll be the head. What is it? Toolbox to help you build it back up. You want me to start over? Rebuild S.H.I.E.L.D.? From scratch. Take your time and do it right. Yeah. Well, I guess that wraps us up for the season. The season. The season. I'm not going to talk to you ever again, Dan. No. We're done. We're Except done for here. maybe in a couple weeks when you guys are driving past where I'll be, possibly. We'll talk later. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk later about <laughs> So, specific. until October, September? The fall. Until the fall. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to shoot us some emails, you can find us at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Please like us on Facebook and rate and review us on iTunes. This is a great way for us to build up our audience so we can have more people listening. I said it on the Arrow one too, but if we get enough uh, feedback and content that makes us have to respond to it, we might have to do an extra episode. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Um, Yeah. Uh, Check out our uh, webpage at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com. And you can also find links there to the Rogue Arrow podcast, the Mainframe Chronicle podcast, and the Sin Masters podcast. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> As always, I'm Daniel Janes. I'm Rudy Schubach. And I'm Claire Hungate-Hawk. Hail Hydra. No. <laughs>
yeah uh see you in season two Yay. we will be back for beginning season two. of the end of the beginning <laughs> it's gonna be called the end of the end no no nah. at the end of the last episode is the end of the end in the beginning the beginning of the new beginning beginning of the middle they could they could literally just call it new beginnings and i would laugh my ass off that's true <laughs> so if and it would be they pointed, title it new beginnings and it would you can tune in to us laughing for the first couple minutes yeah, of the first episode <laughs> of season two podcast i promise that the, the minute i find out that it's called new beginnings i will record myself so you get the honest laughter <laughs> the honest yes. reaction Good. To the title of the first episode <laughs> of season two. We actually had a reminder or, or, or a suggestion from one of our roommates that we should run a, just a recording, an audio recording, while we watch the episode so that you can hear the honest reactions because to the we things were, that are happening in the episode. She was upstairs packing, and all she would hear is, What? No! Nice. And she was like, I don't think you liked it. <laughs> Good stuff. Yep. All right. And record. Coastal Miller's podcast is an autological media productions podcast. Leave us feedback at colsonlivespodcast.blogspot.com or send us an email at colsonlivespodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash colsonlivespodcast and rate and review us on iTunes. As always, thank you for listening, and feel free to check out our other podcasts at almppodcasts.blogspot.com or by following the links at the Colson Lives page.